Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I am your host, White Owl, and this is part two of the UFO stories. And again, like I was saying, you know, on the previous episode, you know, a lot of people give us a lot of stories and, you know, we try to tell a lot of the stories as as much as we can. You know, there's untold stories. There's stories that people have never heard of. And it's one of the reasons why you know, we try to give these stories out. You know, it's one of the reasons why I ask for these stories, because these are very interesting stories and the stories that you have never heard of, because, you know, this other individual is afraid of telling these stories. They're afraid of telling them because the ridicule, people may laugh, people may not believe them, people may call them a liar, you know, people may call them names and they'll be the laughing stock of their family and friends and so they don't want they don't want that you know they don't want that feeling you know it's a horrible feeling and most of these people have felt something like this they have felt something like this that that's why they're not they're not want they're not they don't want to say anything they don't want to tell a story they don't want anybody to know and it makes sense it really does and so you know i try to give the people the opportunity to tell the story, to stay anonymous, if you will. And so I'm more than happy to retell these stories. And because, again, you know, these are interesting stories. And the story I have here next is one uh, from a family, you know. It's from an individual who writes us uh, by the name of Nicole. Um, And she says she went camping out with her family in Arizona. And she went to one of the parks and her, their family, she describes them as outdoorsy, very outgoing. You know, they like to go camping, fishing, hunting and things like that. You know, they're very, you know, want to be very submerged with nature. And that's understandable. You know, a lot of people want to do that. And, you know, she, her family does that. They, they like being out there with one with nature, so to speak. And so, you know, she tries to take their kids out there and teach their kids about fishing and hunting and, and, you know, the various plants that are out there. And so, you know, they want to be taught different things about the outdoors and survival. I mean, yeah, that's very interesting. I mean, you know, I wish, you know, there was a class like that, you know, they wish there was classes like that that you can take um, in school, you know, back when, when I was in high school or middle school. You know, and they had Boy Scouts and stuff like that. But, you know, not everybody was fortunate enough to go to those things. And so, you know, it would be interesting if there was a class like that. I mean, wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be interesting? I mean, you got mechanics, you know, you got wood shop, you know, you got welding and things like that. And that 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 helps you out in, real, in the real world. You know, when you want to build something or you want to fix your car, that, that's something that definitely helps. But what about survival of the wilderness? What about that? You know, that's something I think that should be taught, you know, survival skills. And so anyways, you know, she teaches her family about this stuff. And, you know, you want to be able to know these things. And she was out there, you know, husband, kids, you know, camping. And, you know, they 
they took a telescope and you know they were out there looking at the stars you know very nice and beautiful out there especially at night you see the stars very clearly talking around you know the camp and and they had just finished eating and they were heating up some s'mores you know you know who who hasn't had s'mores and as they were sitting out there they start feeling this huge gush of like wind is like came out of nowhere just burst now while that is happening they hear this loud noise very loud and it sounded like like a tree collapsing very loud bang you know um hollow tree collapsing out there in the woods and you know they're like what what's that you know they look around if kids got scared you know they hear a loud noise out in the woods and it's at night you're you know you know what what it is and they're looking everywhere see what it is they say oh it's probably just a tree that fell you know they just toss it up to a tree fell and she says that not even five minutes later they hear like a loud roaring sound next coming from deep in the deep in the forest and so they, they're looking around you know the husband uh grabs his gun you know and she has her binoculars she's looking around they have their lights and everything they're looking around nothing they, they can't see anything they start moving around they head into their tents and her and her husband they move the kids into the tents and her and her husband um stay outside looking around to see what what could have possibly have been and they sit out there for a while looking just in case it was like a bear or something like that you know and she says it sounded like a predator you know it's like a loud roaring sound that echoed and they don't know what it was i mean they were out there for a while and at some point they head back into their tents you know just hey you know we're gonna go to sleep you know they have been out there for 30 40 minutes and nothing had happened you know they were out there talking whatever they head back inside somewhere around four in the morning or so they heard a sound or at least the husband claims to hear a sound and he gets up and she gets up with him and they go outside and they're looking around and he's explaining what he had heard and it sounded like trees snapping now i know what you guys are thinking you guys are thinking bigfoot you know i'm thinking the same thing fucking sasquatch is out there bigfoot sounds like fucking bigfoot right and nothing you know they're looking out there nothing to sound and you know they don't know what's going on and they you know again they waited nothing you know and it's not until this point you know they're they're like you know it's been 15 20 minutes or so let's head back inside let's go to sleep and she happens to look up in the sky at this time at this exact same moment she looks up in the sky and she saw and she says she swears this is exactly what she saw a giant orb of light coming down like it was some kind of like an asteroid or something meteor coming down make a it makes a full stop takes a sharp turn you know one direction left you know of her does a full stop 
turns into a V formation and flies across the sky. What was it? Not sure. She wasn't sure either. You know, she looked she looked perplexed, she says. She she did they know? And her husband saw it towards the end and can, can, can confirm that's exactly what they saw. Not sure what it was, but that's exactly what they saw. And so, you know, he is adamant that it was some, you know, some kind of rocket or something man-made. Um, she knows that things like that don't move in that format. So it can't be what they think it is. So what is it? She swears that, you know, obviously man-made objects do not move like that. So what is it? What is it? And they don't know. They don't know. I mean, I, 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 I don't know what to tell you guys. I mean, I am pretty sure I have no idea what it could have been. I mean, we do. <laughs> we do. But, you know, what is it? Now, two, two events happen here. One where it sounded like this was heading towards to be a Bigfoot sighting of some sort. And then you have the second part of the event, which sounds like a plausible UFO event. Now, are these two events that happened to this family separate or is it one full event? You know, what is it? What could have happened? You know, there's a lot of, you know, possibility that, yes, these two things are two separate events, just happened to be a coincidence, or this UFO was A, picking up this Bigfoot, or B, dropping off something, or this Bigfoot called this UFO like an Uber and decided to take off. What was it? You know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, you you're kind of left wondering what could it have been, you know, seriously, what could it have been? I don't know. I mean, I can't I can't tell you, but it sure sounds like there these two things are one and the same. Right. I mean, there's a lot of individuals out there that believe that these two things are somehow related that Bigfoot these Bigfoot events are related to these UFO sightings a lot of people believe this now is it plausible yes absolutely absolutely it is very plausible I think it's very good good chance that this is one and the same one in the same event, for sure, hands down. I mean, I, 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 I don't want to say it isn't, but I mean, it feels like it could be, right? It feels like it could be. So I don't know, you know. Well, we shall see. I mean, I mean, at this point, only time can tell. Only time can tell. Um, you know, hopefully something will come out of this. You know, um, one of my last story here before um, before this episode, before closing this episode, um, this one happened in Texas, you know, and happened down on a ranch with 
um, a few individuals that were in a similar situation where I was. And is it plausible? Most certainly. This next story is from James. James goes out hunting out in Texas. Um, he has a ranch that he rents, uh, you know, a week. It's like a, I guess, like one of those vacation uh, timeshares kind of a thing, but with a ranch. So you get a ranch for the week out of the year. You know, you pick your week and you. this is the time frame that you get. And so anyways, you know, he's out there. You know, he, you know, he, he, it's his ranch. He's been there. He's, he's been there for years. You know, he shares it with him and a couple of buddies. And, um, you know, he's, he's been out there a couple of times. You know, he's, he's hunted. He has this little thing that he like climbs up and he, you know, hides up in the, you know, not, there's no tall trees like that. And, you know, like in, in the North. Um, but he has this little, I forget what they're called, but they're the stands, right? It's like a platform that's up um, several feet. And he goes up there and he sits in it. And he makes these calls to deers and stuff like that. And, you know, he hangs out there for a while until he captures something. And if he doesn't, he heads back home. Well, anyways, you know, he again, he rents his place out. And he went ahead before his other friends could get there to this ranch so he was out there for a couple of days all by himself you know he had been cooking breakfast cleaning up the place you know doing you know setting up and things like that so very you know nothing crazy you know just cleaning fixing things getting ready getting some practice and uh some practicing because uh, he said he's a he's a bow hunter you know sometimes he hunts with a bow um or a gun you know and he goes out there takes a couple of shots you know he has his little shooting range um, you know, tr- just trying to make sure he he has the the sight. You know, he has that look where he's able to, you know, capture his deer or whatever. And so he was out there um, taking his time, and you know, he lays back. He say, it, apparently, this little area where he goes and, and hunts, you know, it's good enough where he can just sit, and you know, he can he actually can lay down on the on the floor there and you know eat some snacks or something or food if he takes anything anyways he he sat down starts snacking on something and he dozes off dozes off he wakes up and it's like nine at night he's like oh shit you know it's been a while and he heard some ruffling sounds and and it's actually what woke him up he heard some ruffling sounds goes out there looks there's nothing out there you know he's looking around solo and he's like all right all right, well, time to take off. Grabs his stuff. He's cleaning his little area, you know. Um, he doesn't want, you know, anything to find its way. You know, doesn't want to come back the next day and find raccoons inside his, in his little little hut area. And so, you know, he cleans up, takes his stuff, starts heading back home. And, um, you know, he starts heading back through the woods. Cuts through the tree line, you know, he's walking back. No big deals. Takes the same path as he usually takes. And he hears something. He thinks something's following him. He thinks it's probably a deer or a boar or something like that. You know, it's Texas. And he's looking around. He's not seeing anything. And he's debating whether it's, it's something, you know, some kind of like mountain lion or something. 
he should or coyote you know he should shoot shoot around to scare whatever could be following him so he's figuring this out and you know uh, he's trying to decide whether he to do this or not but he continues walking he doesn't think a whole lot of of it and you know he's like man it's probably nothing no big deal and then he starts like heading back you know and as he's heading back this thing keeps following him you know what is it keeps looking around nothing keeps looking around nothing this goes on for like a good 10 minutes now this path that he it takes him about roughly 30 minutes he said and so at this point it's been about 15 20 minutes you know, he has another 10 minutes or so to go back. And so nothing's following him. He's looking around, nothing, nothing. And, you know, he's just getting a little freaked out, a little nervous, he said. And as he's heading back, you know, he heads up through this area where it's kind of, it gets like really hill. It's like a this little hill area. And from there, you can see where his cabin's at. All right. He had the spot, sees his cabin. All right, we're close. Starts heading back that way. And he sees this thing moving across the sky oh it's very bright initially he thought it was a star or maybe a satellite but it's very bright and it starts moving and i was like well satellites don't move like that maybe it's a plane and he's moving he's seeing it he says and i know this guy he says and moved from left to right you know at a decent pace and he says you know he says, white owl, man, I kept looking at this thing. And it went to the far above my cabin. You know, it was further than that, but from perspective-wise, it was above my cabin. And then it stops. And he thought it was weird. And he starts thinking, there's no airport or anything around here. What is it? it starts getting closer to his cabin. And then it starts going the other way back to the direction it came from okay he's looking at this he's like what is it he gets his gun he gets it closer he's like maybe i have maybe maybe i'm gonna have to shoot something now james here he's big on science fiction loves science fiction movies and so he starts thinking this is a ufo this is some et shit right i'm about to see something you know and he's getting closer and this thing, you know, looks like it's zigzagging in the sky. You know, he's like, this isn't normal. He knows something's up. He gets closer. You know, he's like, man, I'm about to have. And he says this, you know, I'm about to have some, you know, encounter of the third kind. You know, this is going to be some. This is going to be a movie or something or at least some kind of like, you know, travel channel special or something. You know, National Geographic, you know. And so he's getting closer and this thing is out there and he's looking at this and he notices one thing. So what he did notice is that thing, this thing was climbing. Every time it zigzagged, they got higher and higher. And, you know, he got closer to his cabin. He finally was able to get to his cabin and he didn't see it anymore. But what was it doing? You know, what was it doing zigzagging in the sky like that? You know, he wasn't sure. And, you know, it, it kept them up. For a while, actually, because he saw this close to his cabin and he wasn't sure what was going on. You know, I mean, he listens to this podcast and so it makes him a little worry of what 
it could have happened or what could have happened or if anything happened, you know, he was like, well, how do I know I wasn't taken? You know, and now then I said, well, you don't unless you do some kind of session or something or you had cameras or something like that, which is, I mean, it's plausible. I mean, you just never know. But um, hopefully you guys, you enjoyed these short stories again. And again, hopefully you like, share, follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Later, guys.